Now, I think I can hear everyone thinking to themselves, I know what altruism is, but really, what is altruism? Altruism is when we act to promote someone else's welfare, even at a risk or cost to ourselves. Though some believe that humans are fundamentally self-interested, which we can see on reality television and multimedias, recent research by science suggests otherwise. Studies have found that people's first impulse is to cooperate rather than compete, which is really weird to think about because if you think about like, you know, sports or work, it seems to be a competitive nature. However, toddlers spontaneously help people in need out of a genuine concern for their welfare and that even non-human primates display altruism, which tends to show that first and foremost, we want to promote someone else's welfare first at the risk of ours no matter the risk or cost, first, before competing. Evolutionary scientists speculate that altruism has such deep roots in human nature because helping and cooperating promote the survival of our species. Indeed, Darwin himself argued that altruism, which he called sympathy or benevolence, is an essential part of the social instincts. Darwin's claim is supported by recent neuroscience studies, which have shown that when people behave altruistically, their brains activate in regions that signal pleasure and reward. Again, because of the welfare of someone else, being able to help someone, similar to when they eat chocolate. Isn't that interesting? This does not mean that humans are more altruistic than selfish. Instead, evidence suggests we have deeply integrated tendencies to act in either direction. Our challenge lies in finding ways to evoke the better angels of our nature. So I think I could hear everyone say out loud, so why practice altruism? Nice guys finish last? Hold on a moment. More and more research suggests that practicing altruism enhances personal well-being, emotionally, physically, romantically, and perhaps even financially. It's also crucial to stable and healthy communities and to the well-being of our species as a whole. So do you still need to be convinced to be kind to one another? Altruism makes us happy. Researchers have consistently found that people report a significant happiness boost after doing kind deeds for others. Some studies suggest giving to others makes people feel happier than spending money on themselves. This has been even found among children. These good feelings are reflected in our biology. Giving to charity activates brain regions associated with pleasure, social connection, and trust. Scientists also believe that altruism may trigger the release of endorphins in the brain, giving us the helper's high. Altruism is good for our bottom line. Studies suggest that altruists may reap unexpected financial benefits from their kindness because others will feel compelled to reward their kindness. Other research has found that donating money to charity might make corporations more valuable. Across the animal kingdom even, animals that cooperate with each other are more productive and survive longer. Altruism is good for our love lives. 
When researcher David Boos surveyed more than 10,000 people across 37 cultures, he found that kindness was their most important criterion for a mate and the single universal requirement for a mate across all cultures. Altruism fights addiction. Studies have shown that addicts who help others, even in small ways, can significantly improve their chances of staying sober and avoiding relapse. This is true among adults and adolescents alike. Altruism promotes social connection. When we give to others, they feel closer to us, and we also feel closer to them. Quote, being kind and generous leads you to perceive others more positively and more charitably, writes positive psychologist Sonia Lembrowski in her book, The How of Happiness. And this, quote, fosters a heightened sense of interdependence and cooperation in our social community. Altruism is good for education. High-quality service learning programs where students complement their classroom learning with real-world community service improve academic performance and make students feel more connected to their school. And when students engage in cooperative learning where they must work together to complete a project, they are more likely to have positive relationships, better psychological health, and are less likely to bully. Teens who volunteer to help younger children can decrease their risk of factors for cardiovascular disease. And finally, altruism is contagious. When we give, we don't only help the immediate recipient of our gift, we also spur a ripple effect of generosity through our community. Research by James Fowler and Nicholas Krasansky has shown that altruism can spread by three degrees, from person to person, to person, to person, as a result. They write, quote, each person in a network can influence dozens or even hundreds of people, some of whom he or she does not know and has not yet met. So I can hear already a whole bunch of people saying, well, how do I cultivate altruism? Well, studies have shown that children behave altruistically even before they, they've learned to talk. But too often we don't act on our propensities of kindness as we get older. So here are some scientific and specific based activities for cultivating altruism. Getting connected. Feeling connected to other people, even by just reading words like community and relationship, makes us more altruistic. Reminders of connection can be very subtle. In one study, when toddlers simply saw two dolls facing each other in the background of a photo, they were three times more likely to be helpful than when they saw the dolls in other poses. More broadly, kids who are raised in an environment of warmth and support give more to others when they're adults. Get personal. We're more altruistic when we see people as individuals and not abstract statistics. So if you want to encourage aid to people in need, give their problem a human face and recognize that many factors outside of their control could have led them to be in need. By the same token, people, including children, respond more altruistically when they feel personally responsible for a problem. Bystanders to a crisis are much more likely to respond if signaled out individually. So for example, when you have someone who has a heart attack, 
and you're the first responder, you look for someone around that could help you out. You don't say, hey, you go get an AED or call 911. Instead, you say, hey, you in the striped shirt. Hey, you with the blonde hair. Hey, you with the ponytail. Can you help me? You know, you single out as an individual, the person. And then honestly, that right there, they're more going to hear that appeal better than just saying, hey, you give thanks. Grateful people are more generous, perhaps because they're paying forward the gifts they appreciate receiving from others. Receiving gratitude can also encourage altruism. For instance, when a server writes thank you on a restaurant bill, his or her tip goes up by as much as 11%. Acknowledge giving, but not with rewards. People are more likely to be altruistic when others will know of their good deeds, perhaps because they assume their kindness will be reciprocated down the line. But too much acknowledgement can backfire. Young children who receive material rewards for kindness become less likely to help in the future. When the opportunity to give arises, simply reminding children of their past kindness can inspire more giving. Help build a supportive community. One study found that neighbors with more support structures for children, like extracurricular activities and religious institutions, had teens who were more altruistic. The amount of wealth in their neighborhood wasn't a factor. This suggests volunteering doesn't just make you feel good, it also builds a more altruistic community. And last but not least, cultivating awe. Various experiments suggest that feeling awe may lead us to be more helpful and generous towards others. Thank you very much for listening to this lesson one, altruism. The next lesson will be lesson two, awe. Be kind to yourself, others, and don't pollute.